Okay, great. I actually like this whole big picture that you keep talking about, like I just feel in so many ways, um, like I'm starting to liken this to a piece of artwork in my living room. Like I'm just like imagining like these charts more than just these individual candles and becoming hyper focused on what the candles individually are presenting. You know, when we look at the big picture, it's no different than looking at a piece of artwork in my living room. Like I can see the flow from you know, one stroke of paint and how it moves into the next section. But it makes me think, okay, but if I look at this piece of painting, the way that I look at candlesticks on a chart, and if I magnify it on one section, I have no clue what the hell is happening in that painting. And so, I, you know, like just in what you're sharing again and again and again and again, I'm starting to see, holy crap, like, I actually need to start to see these charts as a form of art and how one move or one set of structure moves leads into the next set of structure and only by understanding the structure and the patterns can I actually see where that's leading to. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening. My name is Jake and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck? Like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shifted perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. I hope you're having a lovely Tuesday. I know I am. I went shopping yesterday, and before I get started... Uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm a little bit obsessed with Fibonacci, but check out this plant that I found in the shop. Now, for those of you who can't see, this is a Rome, Romanance broccoli or something like that, but it's basically like Fibonacci on Fibonacci on Fibonacci in the form of like a cauliflower broccoli, and it's the coolest thing I think I've ever seen in my life, and I'm obsessed with it. Um, anyway, I'm extremely grateful for how cool um, Mother Nature is and the plants and all that kind of wicked stuff that um, she can throw at us and provide for us. So I'm showing some gratitude to Mother Nature now because it is cool. I'm, like I said, I'm obsessed with Fibonacci and this is by far the coolest plant I have found in a long time. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm also very grateful for everyone coming on and sharing every single morning. It's great. I'm grateful for my partner. We had a good discussion about a few of the topics that we were discussing yesterday. And um, yeah, she has a bit of insight and it's really nice to have those discussions and share ideas with each other. So I'm very grateful for um, good conversation, so we say, and for everyone in here who helps and puts in and shares their input and ideas as well. I really, really do appreciate it. It makes these calls much more fun, much more engaging, and um, you know we can learn a lot from each other by constantly sharing. So thank you to everyone who does that. If you'd like to sh chuck in the chat some gratitude that you have today. Um, before we get started. Sorry, I'm just finishing up moving a few things here. 
Okay. So in the chats, no one wants to share today. Everyone's a little bit shy. Is it a little bit smaller, a little bit quieter? That's okay. There we go. I'm very grateful for the vitamins and supplements that I'm currently taking. They seem to be making a difference with the health issues I have been dealing with for years. Oh, that's awesome. Nothing better than um, seeing some progress and seeing some development, especially in um, with health. I think health is so important. So I'm glad to hear that you're doing a bit better. What I want to talk about today is a continuation from yesterday um, on the topic of manifesting, but more so manifesting on the charts. And now... Again, yes, they were discussing how manifesting can sometimes be taken out of context, but um, I think it's extremely important that we understand exactly what manifesting is and how I believe that it it helps us. So when we manifest stuff, shall we say, what we're really doing is simply keeping the information about that which is most important to us or that what we want at the front of our mind. And when we're doing that and constantly thinking about what it is that we want, what it is that we need, well, not so much need, but what it is that we would like to attract to us, then we're automatically looking for signs and how we can make that come to fruition. So let's say we want to, I don't know, quit our job in five years but we want to work from home, we're going to be keeping our eyes out for online opportunities or ways that we can um, break free from our, from our job. I mean, I know work is such a common place for most people wanting to, to quit their job and, and work from home. So what we're doing by manifesting, by continuously discussing and thinking about quitting our job, we're going to start looking for opportunities. We're going to start keeping our eyes open for opportunities that can make that happen. And so by keeping that idea at the front of our mind we open up our perspective to looking for ways that that can actually partake and so by manifesting we are just keeping our mind open to the possibility and to the what's the inclinations of things that come to us regarding making that happen so when we're on the charts we can kind of do the same thing i know sometimes we get trapped in this super focused situation where we're looking at candles paint and it's going up and it's going down. And then it's like, Oh, this is a bullish engulfing candle. Maybe we should be looking at buying. Oh, here's this bearish engulfing candle. Maybe we should be looking at selling. Oh, there's an EMA there. Um, let's just see if it bounces off that. And then what happens or it breaks through. Now, while it's really good to have an understanding of all the stuff that can happen on a chart, the, the ebbs and flows, the highs, the lows, the EMAs, the patterns, I think it's really important to zoom out. And one of the biggest shifts that I've had in my trading as of late is to really look back and find certain setups or certain positions in the charts that really, really gel with me. Things that I really like, things that I can understand, things that I can manage properly and things that catch my eye, shall we say, like they're obvious to me. Now, everyone here is different. Everyone's come from a different background. They've had different lengths on the charts. They've had different losses, different wins. You know, you come into the learning how to trade in a bullish market and things are just going up, 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 up. And that's how you make your first bit of money. You're going to be looking for bullish movements because you've got a connection 
and an emotion attached to those buyers, which is profit, elation, joy. And vice versa, if you come when the market's crashing, you might be looking for sales. You might have a bias towards sales. So what I'm trying to bring to your attention is sometimes we forget about the overall movements and we just focus on, can I get a buy here? Can I get a sell here? Will it go up? Will it go down? Oh, I want to make the most of it. I don't want to miss the move. I don't want to lose my money. So I'm going to be really tight and really cautious. Like put some ones in the chat if you've ever thought, oh, I better get in because what if it goes all the way up to the, the moon? Or what if it goes and crashes and I miss that? How am I going to feel? One, 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 totally, 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 one, 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 one. Yeah, it's very, very common. And when we're looking at the charts and we have this feeling of like, oh, maybe I should enter here because there's a buy and what happens if it goes all the way up to here? I'm going to miss it and I'm going to hate that. Minutes ago, yeah, well, there was this massive 500-point gap minutes ago. So the market's been all over the place, and I actually took a loss just after that as well. So Because I was going against everything that I that I have just previously um, taught myself. But it does happen. It happens all the time. And we just like I said, we have lapses, and we go back to that. But what we got to start doing, and what's been working very well for me as of late, is finding these perfect setups, finding them and writing them down. When the market does X, Y, Z, I will. When the market does this after this, I will. And have three or four of those things that you find that work really well. You know, if you're looking back, you're back testing and you see like a big movement, study it. What happened before that? What things do you notice that happen over and over again? that make you go, oh, I like the way it TDI shifted and then did this, or I like the way that there was this bullish engulfing pattern or this morning star pattern or whatever it is to you. And then wait for those things to happen again because they do happen again. Much like lovely Fibonacci over here, things do repeat. I mean, not to this extent, but they do repeat and they are similar and there's patterns. And there's ebbs and flows, there's ups and downs. So rather than just looking at it and going, what can I get out of this particular thing at this particular time? Or what can I get out of this candle? If this candle does this, what can I get out of this? Now, while it is good to be assessing the market with that kind of um, concentration and that kind of knowledge, it's more important to go, right, at the moment, price is squishing between these EMAs. What I would like to see happen over the next 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is that the time frame needs to be, is price to break above this and come back and retest. Once it's retest this price, we can assume it might go up. And so then I will start looking for my bullish engulfing, my perfect pattern, whatever it is to you, once we get to that. And if it doesn't do that, if it goes up and runs, you go, oh, well, that's not what I was looking for. It's okay. What's another situation I've got? Okay, it's gone and it's gone really, really far. Maybe it's oversold now. I really like it when it actually breaks up, comes back down to this level, and then gives another pattern here, and then I can take it for the, the counter trend. So let's just wait. Let's let it push up. And let's let it do its thing for a while. And roughly at this time, I would like to see this. So we're kind of putting it out there, what we would like to see. And then we're removing the bias of what's happening instantaneously. We're trying to eradicate the price action 
manipulation because that's all the candles are meant to do. Candles are great for understanding a story, but they are meant to induce emotion. That is the entire reason they are there. Ups, downs, they give information, but they are designed to flush your, like to spark your emotions. Who's been looking at the charts and then just seen a candle shoot up in one direction and all of a sudden you're like, you go, your energy's up. You're like, whoa, shock. I can't believe that just happened. Chuck some ones in the chat if that's ever happened to you. 100%. One, one, one. Again, that happened to me minutes ago. I was watching the charts and it just bolted up just before I was about to press an entry because I was looking because uh, of the news that I missed. Luckily, I didn't there, but it's it happens. It, these candles shoot up and then sometimes they shoot up so high and then they drop really quickly and they leave this huge wick. And this forces us to be emotional, to get excited, to start to... And what happens is it's it's a snowball effect. So one thing like that happens and then you get a bit of, oh, excited, emotions are high. And then something else happens and oh, it compounds and it grows. And then all of a sudden you're losing your rational thought and you're trading with emotion again. And we all know what happens when we trade with emotion, right? Check yes in the chat if you do. And if you don't, you need to do much better on these calls. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. We have some people agreeing. So when we're trading, crazy that this happens and we all feel the same emotions. Exactly. It does happen over and over again. And we do feel the same emotions. It's just the way that the entire financial markets run on this thing called fear and greed, run by our emotions. We're scared that we're going to lose money. We think we can make all the money and we play to that. It's just the way it works. And it plays to us so very well because we are humans. It's the way we're designed. So. How do we try to eliminate this erratic movements, this feeling of emotions? I know just then the loss that I took only 25 minutes ago was purely because I got emotional. I saw an opportunity that was false and I entered in the hopes of, which is never the right way to do it. And I'm still learning. Don't get me wrong. I'm still on a path of growth. But how do we minimize this emotion, minimize the idea of jumping in to the fast movements, we manifest the moves that we want. We sit, we understand the moves that we like. We have a list of them. Maybe there's three or four of situations that you really like. And then you go, okay, what I want from this position is to see this happen. Okay, I'm going to, you're bringing that information and you, you can see maybe that two of them might play out. Okay, now all I'm going to be doing is looking for this. And anything else, is noise. It's noise that's going to distract me from what I truly want. It's noise that's going to disturb my rational thinking. So it might, I might want to see price push up, set a high, come back down, retest the aqua, and then look for a buy up to that previous high and hopefully higher. Okay, it's going up. Oh, it's pulled back a little bit. Oh, should this be it? No, no, wait, have the patience, have the foresight, manifest the entire move. I want it to come all the way back down. I want it to do exactly as I want it to do. I want it to have the perfect opportunity for me. Because when you can forecast these moves and you sit there for 10, 12, 15, whatever minute on the one minute scalping, you know, that's kind of where I'm looking. Okay, in the next 10 minutes, maybe this will happen. And when it does play out that way and it plays out perfectly and you see that move set up exactly as you wanted, you can enter that move with so much confidence. You don't have to be fearful. 
You don't have to be greedy. You hit the buy button. You understand exactly how much risk or sell button. You understand exactly how much risk you're willing to, to give. And you accept. You accept with 100% certainty that this is what you manifest. This is exactly the move that I want. If it doesn't go that way, that's okay because I waited. I had the patience. I did exactly what I wanted to do on these charts. I have my setup. It came. The markets came to me. And I performed my task as I meant to do. Sometimes it won't work because that's the way the charts are. But you will find that majority of the time it will. But why can't we do this over and over again? Because we don't have the patience. We don't have the patience to wait for these to come. And we manipulate things. And we start to, oh, this is close enough. This is almost what I wanted. No, have the patience, have the diligence. If then and only then, exactly. Not if then and possibly when this happens also. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. <laughs> if then and only then, exactly, Judy. Now, everyone has different strategies. You know, I'm not saying don't go in there. Sometimes the, the charts are messy. You don't know which way it's going to go. You don't know where it's going to go up or down. But there is plenty of opportunity. You just have to wait and spot it. But more often than not, if you've got no idea which way it's going to go, you've got no idea what's happening, it's consolidating, just step back until you've got more confidence and you know. Sit back and wait. Come back in the afternoon. Let the move happen. I know just then I took a loss because I didn't do that. And I... Honestly, I had to chuckle at myself. I was like, you know what? You deserve that because this wasn't your move. You know it's messy. You know there's been news. Why would you take a trade? Because you're hoping. You're hoping to squeeze something that's not there. And from my the time that I've spent on the charts now, when I make those mistakes, it's just a matter of laughing at myself because I just know better. And this begins to happen when you wait, when you know your trades and you're able to think about them, manifest them, wait for them. You keep your eyes open for all indications that these trades are going to play out and they do, you feel great. If you enter not on one of these, you're like, well, you kind of deserve that because you, you weren't waiting. Why weren't you waiting? Patience, emotions, fear, greed, boredom, anxiety, desperation for money. If you wait for your trades, you do well. If you're jumping in, then there'll be, and it, sometimes it works. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes you jump in and it works and that's great. Although, is it real or is it falsified? What you then do is you take the emotion that you're feeling when you jump in against your trading plan or against your rules and you observe it. You begin to understand yourself. What was that emotion? Why did I do this? I know this was wrong. Why did I do it? I know why I did it. I did it because of greed. I thought, oh, there's been a big move. I can snag a few extra points here and get closer to doing a challenge or get closer to having extra money or get closer to passing X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you're doing. I spotted it straight away and I just had to laugh at myself. But this is the this is the thing of growth. There's a difference between jumping on the charts and going, oh, I lost. Not asking why, not observing why, not understanding why, and doing the same thing over and over again. And going on the charts and going, yep, that didn't play out because of X, Y, Z. And I should have entered it because of this and that. And I did enter it because of this and that. I need to work on da-da-da-da-da. This is why an emotional journal is so great. Because you can track all these things. You can understand these things. And sometimes in the moment, emotion takes over and you don't have the rational thought 
to make these decisions and to understand why. So you write them down in the moment and then you come back with a completely different perspective, a completely different frame. And you look at the chart and you go, what were you thinking? That was stupid. Oh, it says here that you were feeling this and this and this. Uh, I know why I was feeling that because of this is something I need to work on. Is this making sense? 100%. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Good. So the psychology behind trading is such a strong thing. It's because we as humans are built to have emotions. And I never say don't have emotions on the chart because if you go in and you lose and you feel nothing, you're going to be just, I guess, unwilling to learn and change because you're like, eh, yes, you need to get to the point where you feel the emotion and it has no effect on you. This is my personal experience and my personal um, opinion. You need to be up there to level where things happen and they don't affect you and allow you to act differently. But it doesn't mean don't feel them. It doesn't mean don't let emotions be part of who you are. Just means learn to manage them. Because if you don't have any emotion behind the loss, what is your drive to change? At the very start, we lose a lot and it hurts. Put some ones in the chat if you've had a loss and you get frustrated, you feel the emotion, you're hurt by it. One, one, one. Yeah, one. You know, that's good because that's going to drive you to change. You're only going to make that same mistake a certain amount of times before you either give up or change. It's just a fact. If you have emotion that's painful, you're only going to do it a number of times before you quit or change. And I hope that you change. That's how you grow. So it's important to have these feelings, but what's more important is getting to the stage where we acknowledge them, accept the fact that we made a mistake, understand why, dismiss them, and move on. Take the lessons, write the lessons down, grow as a person, develop, and move on. So my point I'm trying to make today on our Trading Tuesday is to manifest your trades, to put them in the forefront of your mind, the exact trades that you want to see happen, whether it's a break high retest or whether it's a W at the bottom of a run or an M at the top of a run or an oversold counter trend trade or a TDI shift, whatever it is that you want. Of course, that'll be different if you don't trade the strategy we trade, but think about it, want it, envision it, look at the charts with the intention that this is going to play out and happen. And wait until it does. Again, I'm not saying just wait, have one set up. Have three or four for different situations. Have five. I mean, have whatever you want. But have them and have them known and have them listed and have them in front of you and go over them every single session so you know what you're looking for. Manifest the trade that you want to happen and wait until they come. They will come. I can almost guarantee that they will come at some point in the day especially if you're scalping on US 30. Granted, if you only have one, you might be waiting longer, but maybe that is the one that you love and it plays out every time or 90% of the time. You might have three or four. You might only be able to jump on the chart for an hour and you might have 10 moves that you really, really love and you can spot them and you can see them from a mile away. 
your brain will be trained to spot things that others are not. And your emotions will allow you to move and manage trades in ways different to others. We all learn from Teresa. She's an absolute god in terms of managing her emotions and doing exactly what she needs to do and discipline. But we have different emotions to her. I have different emotions to her. So I can't manage trades the same way she can, which means I need to look for trades that I can manage, especially at this stage. Maybe as I grow and develop, I can get to her level of looking and managing the same way. But for now, if I want to grow and develop and push forward with positive outcomes. I need to understand myself and look for the trades that I like, that I can manage and wait for them. Okay. So I hope that made sense. I want you to understand that manifesting is a concept that I'm a really big fan of visualization. However, I don't like the way it has kind of been misunderstood by the majority as reading a sentence on a bit of paper and then the universe gives it to you. There is a lot more involved and there's a lot more of a quantum mechanical aspect to it and a mindset aspect to it. And I think it's very powerful if we understand these methods and understand why we do it. And repetition obviously is key, but allowing ourselves to think, feel, and just completely embrace these these thoughts of the favorite move on the chart will allow us to look for it, have the, the frame of mind to observe the outcomes and hopefully end up in some more profitable traders. Okay. I'm just going to have a read through the chat. We've got some messages coming through. Thank you, Jake. I really like your thoughts and explanations of this concept today. Grateful that you have the recording available for this one. I'll be re-watching and sharing with a friend who is trading as well. Awesome. I love that. Please share all of these um, as much as you can. I do get them up on Spotify. I'm not as consistent, but they come up when they come up. You know, I'm a busy man with a baby, so they get there. But usually by the end of the week, they're all up. So I love that you share it. Share it with as many people as you think will benefit from this. My entire purpose of this is to get my thoughts and my growth out of my mind and onto some kind of paper or um, audio so that people can learn from my mistakes and my growth as well. So thank you very much for showing up. Thank you to everyone who's here today. We have a few minutes left. So if anyone would like to share some gratitude now, um, we didn't get much at the start. We've got a few more people here. So if you'd like to verbalize and share your gratitude as stepping out of your comfort zone a bit, feel free. Otherwise, I should call it a day. I'm going to take that silence as everyone's too timid and hiding away. That is okay. Mind if I share something? Perfect. Yeah. Okay, great. I actually like this whole big picture that you keep talking about. Like I just feel in so many ways, um, like I'm starting to liken this to a piece of artwork in my living room. Like I'm just like imagining like these charts more than just these individual candles and becoming hyper-focused on what the candles individually are presenting you know, when we look at the big picture, it's no different than looking at a piece of artwork in my living room. Like I can see the flow from 
you know, one stroke of paint and how it moves into the next section. But it makes me think, okay, but if I look at this piece of painting, the way that I look at candlesticks on a chart, and if I magnify it on one section, I have no clue what the hell is happening in that painting. And so, I, you know, like just in what you're sharing again and again and again and again, I'm starting to see, holy crap, like I actually need to start to see these charts as a form of art and how one move or one set of structure moves leads into the next set of structure and only by understanding the structure and the patterns can I actually see where that's leading to so I just want to say thank you for your continual repetition because sometimes repetition feels like you're saying the same damn thing over and over and over and over again but man mm -hmm. oh man sometimes we actually need to hear it 11 times before <laughs> something clicks and I feel like today this has just clicked and I'm just so grateful Yay. to you. For so thank you. You're very welcome. I love that. And yes, I often say that you'll hear me say the same thing. You'll hear the same thing come out of my mouth because you only learn through repetition or shock trauma. And I'm not here to traumatize any of you. I'm here to hopefully drill some stuff into your brain that I've had to drill many, many, many times. And I'm the same. I had to hear things 11 to 20 times before I finally listen. But I right. love that it's clicked. And you're so totally right. I often say that the candlestick is like one piece of the puzzle. If you've got a 2000 piece puzzle, what the hell are you going to get out of one piece of that puzzle? You look confusion. at the candlestick as one bit, you're not going to get yeah, confusion. Exactly. Yeah. And so very much akin to uh, the art metaphor. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. This has just been so good. So thank you for that. I'm really looking forward to learning about what my favorite three moves are and just really shifting my focus to those three. It's going to be cool. It, it That in and of itself is like a puzzle to unravel for me right now. So I'm looking forward to that. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. And it's great when you have those moments, like you're, you're staring at the charts and like you go through some learning and development and then it feels like you hit a plateau and then you, you keep learning and you keep listening to things that you don't feel like you're making much progress. And then all of a sudden, boom, something clicks and you're just like up to that next level of growth. And then this is what I mean by you now have a different frame of reference. You perceive, you're going to perceive everything from here on in your journey from a different perspective. You're going to have a different frame of mind towards it. And it's just going to be like, you're learning a new thing over again, but at the next level. So I'm really, really happy for you. So powerful. You. Yeah, cool. Thanks. You're very welcome. Anyone else in the last minute? I hope we got some message in the chat. Hiding. Great for the security of this group. Sometimes I feel lost in trading. Yep. At least you're honest in the chats. I like that. And yes, of course, I think the uh, security of breaking through these barriers as a group is very important. But we have reached our time for today. Well, Mike. I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful that uh, I'm not the only one that uh, has problems. And I like the artwork one. That's a good one. Jake, you, you open my mind every day and I appreciate that very, and very grateful for it. You're very Thank welcome. You. That's, that's the goal here. So I'm really glad that some people are taking these key, key takeaways and, and growing. So to my lovely traders, I will see you in a minute. Don't get fooled by the news. I just did. And I took a loss, but that's a lesson learned. Um, to the people listening on the podcast and live. I shall see you tomorrow morning, but I love you all and we shall speak again soon. Bye.